Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. Are you feeling stuck about how to level up your life? Does it feel like no matter what you achieve, something is still missing? And is it possible that your well-meaning goals are really driven by your darkness? In today's coaching call, I talk with a highly ambitious achiever who's focused on leveling up his life. The problem is, he doesn't understand why his success isn't as satisfying as he hoped it would be. But instead of helping him pursue a life on easy street, we visit the place he's been fighting like hell to avoid. What you're about to hear is an actual coaching call. The person being coached volunteered and gave explicit permission to have our conversation recorded for this podcast. And as always, just whatever comes up today, just take whatever works for you and feel free to throw out whenever it doesn't. It's, it's totally on you to, to figure that out for yourself. Okay. Love it. Love it. All right. So we're starting at the wide end of the funnel. I've heard you talk about kind of cycles in life, wondering what happens next, a little something like that. Tell me, yeah. fill me in on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, biggest thing kind of where, where, where I'm at right now is a uh, big opportunity for my career t- uh, came up and, you know, decided to move the family, right. Um, great position, you know, really followed what my wife and, and my kids were looking for from a quality of life perspective, right. You know, lower cost of living, less populated, cleaner, great career, uh, great, you know, opportunity for the kids. Right. And, you know, actually in reading the book, right, uh, before making the move, I was held back or, or I think I, uh, I was held back by fear, right? The fear of the unknown, the fear of uncertainty, the fear of of, of not being comfortable, right? Because I, I grew up, I lived and worked in the same city I was born in, right? So made that transition. It's been, man, a hell of a year going 100 miles an hour, pushing, breaking through walls. And, and you get to a point where it's like, you almost like a plateau, right? It's like, 
like, man, I, I would think it'd be, they'd be, you know, a little bit easier now, right? We made the move. It, we're, we're, in, we're in a nicer area where kids are, in, are thriving in school. My wife is thriving, making, you know, great friends and, and finding her own kind of path, right? And and now it's like, how do, how do I how do I get to that next level, right? What's that, you know, how, how do I find the next breakthrough, right? And, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at now. I mean, background on me, grew up, grew up from super humble beginnings, grew up in Compton, California, grew up super humble. You know, the, the blessing there was always being hungry and, and having that dog inside of you to kind of push forward and go forward. And that, that dog has always been, been running pretty, pretty hard, right? Just from a competitive nature, right? Always competing in football, basketball, baseball. That's all. That's how. Our, that's how my parents kept us out of trouble. You know, because we didn't live in the nicest area, the safest area. So, so let me let me keep these kids, you know, um, engaged in something instead of being on the street. So, that dog is definitely always going inside of me. But yeah, that that that's kind of how I grew up, and and then where we are now, right? Um, made the decision, and, and that decision came with a lot of criticism and a lot of um, interesting interesting conversations and, and reactions from family and friends. And I, I you know, I try to be the, an optimist, right. And, and give people the benefit of the doubt, but man, it was awkward, right. It was almost like, like I was attacking people, you know, and, and, and um, that, that was never my intention. It was my intention is always, Hey, how do I lead and provide for myself and my kids and my wife and my family? Right. And my mom and my dad at the end of the day. So that those are really the only people I'm responsible for. So, um, making that transition coming here that uh that comfort zone right i was a man i was i was i knew everyone in town i i you know grew up there you know went to school there you know i had, had a good position it's not like i had a terrible job right but then just moving to the unknown didn't know anyone right only person i knew was my boss through through old connections and Man, almost feeling like I'm like in middle school again, right? Like trying to like become, you know, trying to trying to trying to find my way, my crowd, my my tribe. So, um, and pushing through that first year of kind of regrowing again, regrowing again. And I don't know if it's sparking up stuff from when I was a kid or something, right? But kind of plateauing. I had a killer year at work. I mean, the, you know, we had the number one region in, in in the country. I was, you know, the the, the second, you know kind of vice president within the company ranked nationally. So it was professionally it's been great, right? But that's always been the easy part because that's where the dog comes in, right? I come in and just let's perform, let's go out and crush it. And I was just talking about this with my wife. It's like, well how do I how do I take that same intensity at work and then relate that and maybe I'm and let me know if I'm if I'm getting if I'm going on too many tangents here, but it's like how do I take that same intensity and take it to my wife and kids, right? I can be like, man, I can be a, a top one percenter at, at work, but then at home, maybe, or maybe it's just my own self-conscious, you know, um, giving that same effort at home, right? Or being that same feeling like I'm, I, I've got that same intensity. So I can do all the reading. I can listen to, to the, the audio books all, all I want, but at the same time, it's like, it's still kind of like a block, right? Like, man, I have an understanding, right? I, I get, I get. The probably the, the suck of learning, right, and then the success. But it's like when you're in when you're in the thick of it in that black hole, it's like okay, well, what is next, or how do you how do you even how do you even get there? You know. Okay, man, what a big change, right? You were in this community that you're so familiar with. Your family's there. 
community's there. You make this big move, move your family to this completely unknown place. And in so many ways, you're starting over, right? It's not just the, the, the job itself, but community identity around you, you know, being an unknown person around that. And, and then having this part of you that's really driven and it's quite easy for you to be competitive and go perform at a high level and get things done. But then recognizing, wait a second, these other areas of my life aren't quite where I'd like them to be. Is that? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. And then I also heard you say, when does it get easier? I think you said something or what's the next level. There was, there was a sense that, okay, whatever, game this is wherever you've gotten to here isn't sustainable there's something of is that feel like i mean is this like if you if you looked in a crystal ball and you saw that you were in the same place for the next you were here you were still in this place five years from now would that be acceptable for you it wouldn't it wouldn't right because for me personally right because that's where that's where you know the dog is just is, is maybe not the right psychological you know psychological term for it right but that's that's where that kind of competitive side of me comes out, right? And it's it's also maybe it's the fear of the unknown, right? But not knowing, okay, well, I have an idea of what's next or, or how I could balance out my life better. But you know, you're stuck at this level, or I feel like I'm stuck at a level, and it's like, well, how do I unlock the next level, right? Or what is the next level, right? I've been pushing my whole life, you know, busting my ass, right, trying to 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 just you know to grow, to get better, to move up. And that's kind of where I feel I'm stuck, right? Almost like my thermostat was set at, at, at 77 the whole time. And now it's like, well, man, can I go to 75? Or what is even, how do I even get there, right? Like understanding how to get to that next level, I think, or something. I want to check something out with you, which is, you know, I work with a lot of high performers, a lot of folks who from the outside look like they just crush it in life. And, and, in that lane, their professional life, it does look amazing. You know, they are at the top of the chain and then they're the guys that everybody looks up to. And, and we immediately think, well, they must have the rest of their life figured out because yeah. they make this part look so easy. And that competitive part of them, that part of them that can focus on a goal and execute and get things done and stay on it until it's done. And then before they're even done, they're already chomping on the next one and getting yeah. going. That way of doing things actually doesn't help create the other things in our life. We can't really apply that competitive achiever mindset to family. Family's not an achievement. Our tribe is not an achievement. Uh, it's not a, a goal, that, you know, that we can accomplish or a thing that we can hang on the wall and say, look what I did. I won yeah. family. <laughs> it doesn't really work that way. So yeah. it can be really confusing for that part of us that has this way of approaching our challenges from this achiever competitor mindset. And it's, it can, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how to go about this because it's not really a goal to achieve. It's, it's, uh, it's a different thing. So not it can be very frustrating. What's that? Not quantifiable, right? Not quantifiable. Like, work, I, I have like metrics, right? Like, man, we need, you know, you know, X amount of revenue. We need X amount of, you know, new relationships. We need X amount of bankers. We need X amount of connections. We need X amount of calls, right? Um, 
we need to, you know, the portfolio is going to perform every year at a certain percentage, right? And, and with family, and and I've always put my 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 three kids and my wife first, right? And, and, and too much too too much to criticism to 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 whatever other people may think. I coach my kids sports, and I, you know, and I, I try to have the best relationship I can with my life, and we have we have a great relationship, but it's like, yeah, it's not quantifiable and, and maybe I'm, I'm uh, much of a critic, right? And there is a disconnect there, right? Where I work, it's all, it's, it's, there's a metric and a number for everything. And at home, you know, it can be up or down, right? Like you can have your kids loving you one day and they're crushing it and we're playing baseball and, 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 and they're learning and growing the next day. It's like, you know, completely different kid or completely different life, right? It's like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. It's, 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 it's interesting. Well, this is the opportunity to grow. And I would, you know, one thing that we can play with is that you, the next level for you is going to transcend, but include the best parts of being able to crush your goals, as you say, and achieve metrics and, and all of that kind of world, but also integrate a more broader ability to appreciate experiences. Experiences are subjective. Okay. All right. So, and a lot of times we create a goal in our, for ourselves. Well, if I move my family or if we do this, or if I, you know, if I, if I achieve X, Y, Z, we have an expectation. It's a, it's, it's usually unconscious, but we think if I do that, then I'm going to feel different. I'm going to feel more relaxed. I'm going to feel more open. I'm going to feel more free. I'm going to feel more alive. I want to feel more connected to the people I love those types of things. The list goes on and on. If we're unaware that we have that expectation that we think having this money or this job title or fill in the blank, that metric, that measurable, quantifiable thing, if we're unaware of how the expectation of the experience we want, if we, then we end up being disappointed. Yeah. Like, wait a second, I crushed this thing. Why am I feeling trapped or why am I feeling drained or why am I feeling stuck or why am I feeling isolated or what the hell is happening here? Is that relatable to you in some way? Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. I think making a move, right? I think the expectation was that we're going to move and everything's going to be great, right? Everything's going to, it's going to be easy. Street. I'm going to make the move and it's everything. I'm just going to crush it and everything. Right. And, and, and yeah, it's funny. You know, because I'm reading the book and I'm like trying to like, okay, well, how can I do this? How can I do that? It's that expectation, right? You set this expectation of the move, of the job, of 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 the family, right? And that it's that it doesn't get anywhere close to it, right? Because it's like you know, drama with with my family and, and, and my brothers and sisters, right? And, and and that kind of riff and and um, that's hard, right? Because it's like family. And it's like, man, like, nothing against you guys, nothing against, it's all love. If my brother or my sister were, were to call me today, I, I would not hesitate an answer. Say, how are you? I was like, what's going on? How are the kids? But instead, it's like the opposite. It's like, it's like I'm attacking people because I moved, right? And, and that wasn't the expectation. The expectation would be, hey, man, you know, moving, moving to Texas, the door is wide open. Come visit, come spend the summer, come, you know, let's go, let, let, let's share that together, right? And yeah, man, that's, that's so, that's so funny. <laughs> right. So, Hey, I'm going to go move in this direction. I didn't anticipate uh, that I would feel less connected or isolated from the people uh, I love. 
Yeah. That wasn't yeah. supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> right. And something so simple, right. In, in my mind, I'm like overcomplicating it, you know? And, and it's, it's just, yeah, the expectation of you make the move and everything just falls into place, right? Everyone's going to understand and, and no one's going to have their, you know, a problem with it or no one's going to object to it. Right. That's, that's, that's funny. That's funny. That's interesting. That's, that's super interesting actually. Okay. Just as a, just as an aside, because this is part of the, the achiever trap. And we all have versions of this. Um, one of my coaches, Phil Stutz, talks about this idea of exoneration. And exoneration is this mythical idea. And we've been fed this from an early age. But we just need to do X. Like we just need to do it, whether it's a certain amount of money or fame or status or fill in the blank. It, it's, it can be anything. It can be religious uh, you know, like I, I've reached a, a level of purity in my, you know, my act, my actions, whatever it is, yeah. it's all across the board. And a lot of people just think it's, you know, about money and capitalism or it's like, no, it goes on spiritual. It's the whole shebang. Yeah. yeah. And the idea is that once I reach this level, I'm in the velvet rope area, baby. Like there's no more, yeah. there's no more frustration. There's no more uncertainty and scariness. There's no more anybody challenging me and my importance. This idea that I, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't have to deal with pain anymore. I don't have to deal with uh, uncertainty anymore. I don't have to deal with effort anymore. So when you said easy yeah. street, that's what I heard, right? Yeah. All our troubles are over, dude. Like we just get hit this and then we're, we're, we're good. We all have a version of this running through our heads. And it's, it's so subtle. Sometimes it's overt, like you just see people's Instagram and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's really buying into it. He really thinks that, you know, the FU money is going to solve all of his problems. But yeah, nonetheless, like we'd be like, well, I'm definitely not doing that, but we find another one. And so when we hang ourselves up on this thing, okay, if I just do this, then that's easy street. We're setting ourselves up for that disappointment. Yeah. And we're also setting us up for a magic, a magical finish line as if we're done. Like once I, once I get here, it's all good. There's no, there's no other choice. It's a really young mentality and, and, you know, adults are really perplexed that we buy into some version of this. Why is it this way? I didn't expect it to be this way. How do you balance that finish line mentality, right? Or that, or that finish line with, right? The mission, right? The mission was, okay, let's, let's level up the family, level up the career, get into a better, better living state, right? As far as from a quality of life perspective, you have this expectation and I'm trying to connect all the dots, right? You have this expectation that can lead to disappointment, but then you also have exoneration, right? Cause you're going to think, well, like, like, I, like, like, like I said, right. I'm going to be on easy street. How do you balance that, that finish line, that, that mentality, right? And, and, and then how do you reset towards the next mission? Yeah. So, First off, we want to let go of any exoneration. We want to recognize when we create a scenario in our head, a happily ever after in our head of, if I just do this, this is going to rid me of pain, uncertainty, and effort. Because the reality is, is that you'll get on the other side of that and there will still be more inevitable pain, uncertainty, and effort. So we want to just watch out. That's the magical part. 
All yeah. right. So if we let go of that and we just know, like, even when I cr- like crush this goal to use that, that saying, whatever's next in life, there will be pain and uncertainty and effort. I might get sick. My, my wife might get sick. Somebody I love might get like that. That's does not work related, but there's still pain and uncertainty and effort involved in that kind of thing. So we just recognize these are constants in life. Okay. All right. And that could be a drag right off the bat because a lot of us are like, I'm going to lick this thing. I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) I'm going to figure out the solution and I'm going to be able to get through this and I'm not going to have to feel that stuff. In fact, I'm entitled to not feel that stuff. Look at my goals. Look at what I can do. I don't, I shouldn't have to deal with that stuff. Too bad. They're constant. And that doesn't mean that we can't solve the problems in our lives and make our lives better in some ways. But this idea that we're going to be able to eradicate that stuff once and for all is the myth. That's the painful myth. That's the one that has Mm -hmm. us wake up and be like, what the hell? I still have to work. I still have to be uncomfortable. I still have to work at something, right? Whether it's my marriage or my body or whatever. There's just no free ride. No free lunch. I'm I'm just trying to think of aspects of my life, right? Where I'm seeking maybe seeking exoneration, right? Like, you know, with my kids, it's like, all right, well, if I love them, if I, oh, if I, if I give them insane amount of love, they're going to be, they're, they're going to be perfect individuals. Right. And it, you know, and maybe because I'm over loving them, I, I'm maybe subconsciously seeking exoneration. I don't know if you can over love your kids, but um, but the, the expectation that you're going to somehow make them perfect. Wow. What a disappointment. Right. And what a pressure to put on them. Yeah. I loved you for years. I over loved you yeah. and you're not perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Expectation. Okay. I, I see. I see where you're going. There. That makes sense. Let's come back to the mission part. Cause I like that you brought that up because I think this is where we can start to look at why you would set a goal or why you would create a mission. Why would you do it? So on one, you could draw a line down the, down the center of the page. And on one side, you could write the thing, the quantifiable thing that you want. So I want a certain income because that certain income allows us to travel, allows us to have uh, these toys, allows us to be able to do whatever. Right. Cool. Awesome. On the other side of the paper is what experience do I hope to have? What experience do I hope to have? And that list can be all over the place, but I'll just for the sake of our conversation today, and I go through this pretty extensively in the book, I have yet to meet someone who wants to accomplish their goals and then feel trapped. Yep. I have yet to meet someone who wants to feel drained. I've yet to feel I've yet to meet someone who wants to feel isolated. That doesn't mean they don't mm-hmm. want some alone time, but that's different than isolated. Like nobody's picking up the, the phone kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to feel bored. Nobody wants to feel overwhelmed. So what that tells me is that we're really hoping that if we accomplish our goals, if we fulfill our missions, they're going to contribute to our ability to feel the opposite. So instead of trapped, I feel free. Instead of drained, I feel alive. Instead of isolated, I feel connected and loving. Mm-hmm. Instead of uh, bored or overwhelmed, I have a peace. I have a sense of peace. And, and, and that's a great point. And I, I want to ask you a question on that point because in my head, right, I actually do that gauge, right? 
and I, and I abbreviated it because I, I got to keep it simple in my head. I do south in this moment. Yeah. How am I feeling free, alive, loving, at peace, right? So I do the gauge. So I'm going to return a question back to you. Is in my head, I'm doing it. I'm, 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 I'm trying to, right? I think try to check in with myself and say, okay, how can I feel more alive in this moment? How, you know, all right, let me make sure I can look at my wife in her eyes, talk to her about her day, right? Feel that love, right? But, and same thing with my kids, right? It's like, again, in the moment, I'm going to make time to go out. They love, they're starting to love to play baseball. Let's go play home run derby, right? And, but they don't know that we're just doing batting practice for, for an hour, right? <laughs> they think it's whatever, you know, the dog's going to go chase the balls and, and we're trying to make it fun, right? In my mind, that, that kind of messes me up sometimes at night or when I'm like meditating and praying. And it's like, I'm like, what's wrong with me? You know? What do you mean? I'm checking in, like, I'm checking in with myself. Okay, how can I feel more free in this moment? Okay, if I want to feel more free, right? I've been feeling like my time has been really not managed well, right? And and and, and one of my New Year's resolutions is okay. Well, I'm gonna get up early, go work out, make time for myself. You know, make time. I joined the pickleball league, right? It's okay. Well, make time for some things for me to balance out that the stress from work, the stress from the family, the stress from family members, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm I, and I check in on that gauge, and maybe I'm overthinking it, or, or you can kind of talk me through this because sometimes then it's like, man, if I'm still feeling, you know, that if I'm still feeling what you, what you just the opposite of what you said, the opposite of free, alive, love, or peace. Sometimes it's like, well, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Hmm. You know, because I'm, I'm checking in on that gauge. Maybe it's part X or the devil in, in my case, right? It's like, is that. Does that go back to expectation? Does that go back to exoneration, right? Um, well, let's press pause for a second. Let's press pause for a second. So earlier on in our conversation, I talked about how the achiever can't quite get out of his own way. That everything yeah. in the achiever's life is something to achieve, including yeah. freedom, aliveness, love, and peace. Yeah. <laughs> and this is really a mind fuck for the achiever. This is, this is really tough. Because we can't achieve those things. They are things, they are experiences we allow. Now, stay with me. <laughs> okay. How do we like tell me what to do? Tell me the three steps, trip. Let's go, right? <laughs> so I don't get it. What do you mean we just allow? I don't I don't get it. Right. In the achiever world, we're always getting somewhere. We always, we're always moving towards a thing. It's not here. I use this word allow in the book for a reason because allowing is more of a, it's like relaxing your hand and the fingers just come open. And so there's a relaxation that happens. And when you said, okay, I'm going to have more freedom, you told me you put more shit on your schedule. Yeah, it's now, I'm not saying that's bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Like, in my mind, I'm thinking I got to block out 6.30 to 7.30. Or I got to make sure I get tag or some sort of activity with the kids. And then we got to get dinner. And then I got to make time for my wife because that's like, put them to bed so that I have at least 30 minutes to talk with her about the day. Right? And everything is, I mean, shit, yeah. Do you feel the energy around that? 
just the energy around that with, okay, I'm going to have more freedom. So I'm going to stack more stuff in my day. I imagine if I looked at your calendar before and after the, the freedom one looks more, has more ink on it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the achiever, okay. right? More is more yeah. to the achiever. Yeah. The allowing part. And this is, this is where the coaching could come in. The allowing part might be helping you relax and say no to things. Which can feel like death. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 to, and to, to give you a little bit of insight there, right? That no more Mr. Nice Guy podcast is downloaded. Mm -hmm. I've literally probably listened to that about a hundred times because the no part for me, right? Whether it's with my wife, my kids, my family, the achiever part, I've always worked on that, right? I'm always trying to build on that, right? And I feel like I've made progress with that. But then the mindset comes in. I've achieved, I've done, but still there's, there's, there's no allowing. There's no, yeah, this is the mindset comes in. It's like, well, damn, I made this progress. I've, 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 I've gone through that cycle of letting go, but it's just, it keeps pestering me. You know, I, 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 I don't know how to process it in my head, guess, right? Because I'm in my mind yeah. thinking, I've already done this work to do it, and fuck, it's still a problem, right? Or what I heard, and I, I want to make sure we get this right. Okay, so edit this for me. Is I can't say no. So therefore, there is no freedom in that. If, if we're not allowed to say no, if we're not allowed to say, set boundaries, then that, that's right there. There's no freedom. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a cell, right? You are in a walled cell. It might be, might be a really nice cell. Yeah. And so from that place, then the way out occurs to us as I must need to do more. Because I can't say no. And it's the no more to myself, right? Where I don't need to achieve a goal or something attainable in this moment, or where's the no? Could be. Right? Because I could be allow. Yeah. I'm just trying to kind of map it all together. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, that would be where in the longer process, we would start to figure out who in your life this is and i'm gonna uh, let's imagine with in your brain there is a boardroom and there are lots of guys there's the good husband there's the young guy that's going to make it out of this neighborhood and make, do something with his life there's the guy that there's just a a, a, a ton of different versions of you and they mm -hmm. some of they may be on the same page in some ways and they may not be in on the same page in some ways but I would want to know which one of them is setting these goals. Because he's committed to something and he's committed to protecting you. He's trying, he's not trying to hurt you, but he probably thinks if I don't keep my foot on the gas, something bad's going to happen. I'm going to get stuck back in this place. I'm going to fail and my life. will I won't be loved. There, there's some version of that. Yeah. Because I can see that. I've met so many guys that are actually fine financially. They're fine in all these different ways, but they are still trying to outrun this tiger. It feels like they cannot let off the gas. And if they let off the gas, this tiger is going to get them. Yeah. And a lot of times the work is to just let the tiger eat them. And that's where the freedom comes. 
And that's the part I don't understand, right? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Let the tiger eat you? <laughs> so uh, let me, let me break it down on a high level. We would zero in on who is making these goals. And you could say, is that really aligned with the freedom, aliveness, love, and peace that I want? Or is that kind of an old script of, I got to do more and I can't say no. And if I don't do this, then things won't be okay. Or whatever that stuff is, you can start to realize that there are better goals or better missions than others. That as you've reached this stage of life, your values are shifting. So doing more, achieving more, crushing it, being at this status isn't as important as also experiencing freedom, aliveness, love, and peace. And so we would look at whatever goals are in the way or whatever mindset aspects are, are in the way of you enjoying that, of relaxing and allowing that. And chances are that guy's like, no, we can't slow down. It's not safe. There's something here that's not safe. And then, but then we would work with him. Well, what if we did a little less and just see, just see if the airbags went off. Would you be willing to do that? See if you check engine lights come off. And, and sometimes it's okay. We build trust in that way. And then you would start to recognize, oh, I can recognize that voice that's always pushing me. You called it the dog. Yeah. We can explore that if you want. As you're talking, as you're, as you're talking, I'm trying to think like, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean not going forward? What do you mean not pushing? What do you mean? Maybe that's part of the dog, right? In, in me where it's like, I read the damn book. I listen to the damn podcast. I'm trying to figure this all out. And then it's like the competitor in me is like, oh, I'm going to figure it out. I'll find a way to figure it out. You know, when I'm reading the book, I feel like I'm doing the work, but inside of me, I just don't feel, I don't. Inside of me, it's still like, I'm doing all this work, trying to be the best husband, trying to be the best dad, trying to be the best here at work. And inside of me, it's still like, what the fuck, what's wrong with me? You know? You know? Yeah, that's the part, as we're talking this through, I can't figure out. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at. That's where I'm kind of thinking this through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Yeah. And what's wrong with me? Because I can't what? <clears throat> maybe because I can't figure it out. Maybe we will never figure it out, but. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just, it's just that feeling of, of, of not emptiness, right? But the dog in me is going 100 miles an hour. I'm reading. Personally, I'm growing, you know, professionally, I'm growing with my wife, growing with my kids. But then what, what is wrong with me still, right? Something missing? I, I don't know. That's, 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 um, you're doing good. You're doing good. Let's keep going. So, um, it sounds like there's something to figure out. And if we could imagine, we don't know what the, the thing is to figure out, but what would be different or what, how might you feel different if you had figured it out? What do you imagine that would be? Peace, right? Complete, right? Um, and the frustrating part for me is, it's like I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm doing the work, right? I'm doing the work here, doing the work here, and maybe I'm spinning my wheels or something, but is it, is it, is it, what am I missing to, yeah, to, to feel that piece of, there's still, still peace. I, I can't put a word to it, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, like peace with my family, right? Like I'm trying to break the cycle. I'm trying to move up. I'm trying to like, that leads back to that frustrating part, right? Like, okay, well, I, I, I've done the work to have the mindfulness to realize that only I can control what I can control. I've done the work to try to better myself psychologically, personally, professionally, but then there's still something. It still isn't peace. Yeah. What if it was okay that you weren't at peace with it? What if it just is going to hurt? Never, I've never thought about that. I, I don't know. I, 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 that, that thought has never crossed my mind. When I said that we let the tiger eat us, this is what I meant. There's a thing that we're avoiding. There's a thing that we're trying to outrun. And I don't want to fucking feel that. Yeah. And I'm going to read the books and I'm going to do this and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to somehow be able to avoid it. But I, I, the, the opportunity here is to turn into it and actually feel it. It's mm-hmm. the running away from that experience that has us feel like we can't slow down and we can't just enjoy ourselves. So, so what did that mean? What did that mean letting it hurt? Because in my mind, I'm programmed to, to, all right, it hurt, compartmentalize it, throw it away, move on, right? Right. Well, I, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Are you aware as we're talking here and we're slowing down, are you aware of, aware of anger? Are you aware of hurt? Do you, or is that, are you present to any of that as we're talking? Like, where do you feel it in your body? My chest, right? Yeah, so you feel it in your chest. See if you can come back to just the sensation of it in your of whatever you are experiencing. Yeah, the, the sensation is just the anger, hurt, and sadness, right? And, yeah. But then the immediate, uh, like, switch where it's like, I don't know, how do I get over it? How do I, how do I not feel that, right? And, and I'm battling inside right now. Okay, well, you're saying feel it, but then... No, no, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. Right. Um, there's no peace in that. There's no peace in that. Yeah. This is where we fight reality. And you'll always lose. The reality is, is that you're grieving. You're hurt. For whatever reasons. But it's true. And the more you fight the truth, then you are blocking yourself from experiencing everything else that's true. All the goodness, all the beauty. And life becomes this constant running. Try to put your hand where you. Feel it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Right. And just describe what you actually feel. Is it a tense? Is it ache? Is it? It's tense. It's like I want to fight it. 
Yeah. I'm going to put you in the face. Okay. And choke it out and move the fuck on. Yeah. Great. But it's tense. It's not, it's not a, like, I want to cry. It's, it's, I, you know, my, my palms are sweaty. It's almost like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tense. It's tense. I, I, I hear you, but I don't know if my body, my subconscious, right? Wants to fight it with every single bit of me. Sure. In my mind, I, I think I thought that I had already grieved and accepted. I think maybe because I thought I accepted it, that was grieving, and and, and I was done. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I did my part. I'm, I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. That was my, my running away and, and not grieving or not letting it hurt. Like I said, not letting the tiger hit me. Huh. I shouldn't have to do this. I already did it. Yeah. It, it, it feels it, it feels odd. It feels um, strange. Mm-hmm. Just keep breathing into that. There is nothing to change or fix in this moment. It's simply here for you to be with it. There's no need to run away. There's nothing you need to do. Why is, is, is the thought that comes up as mm-hmm. I'm trying to quiet? Why? Yeah. Why isn't there something? Right. And just come back to the sensation. You're doing great. If you're open to it, See if you can amplify that feeling to where it feels like it's actually going to kill you. I promise you it won't. But see if you can amplify it to where it feels so intense. It's, 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 it turns more into sadness, right? That's fine. If we, we're, we can be with that, it won't kill you. Doing great. And if there's any words that this part of you wants to say, what would they say? That's really just sadness right now. You know, the sadness, the sadness. Great. And here you are, you're with it. I miss those connections, right? I miss, I miss my, my close guys. I miss, I miss my family. So you miss your friends. You miss all those people that were so important to you. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, just sadness. Is really what, what it is. Yeah. 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 Makes a lot of sense. And it makes a lot of sense why there might be parts of you that are not okay with feeling sad and would want to create a life that would have you stay 
five steps ahead at all times. Mm. How exhausting that would be. The, the constant thought that comes up in my head is like, well, then what do I do with the sadness? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like I, I still don't to, to allow it, you know? It's like, all right, so what's that? What, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Not to. Not feel it, right? You, I would just want to help you see you're you're moving in and out of just feeling it and allowing yourself to feel it, and then this other guy comes in and says, "What do we do not to do this?" Right? That's the guy running all the time. That's the dog. Yeah. And you, you, I just want to you. You're doing beautifully. You just keep coming back and just feel it. Yeah. Just turn into it. Yeah, just just that, you know. Right. The dog keeps going back. Yeah, of course. But this is if we were to think about it like the boardroom, right? There's this this is you turning into the the part of you that's not okay. You know, that's that's not been allowed to be here. And then there's other parts that want to jump in and say, well, let's get out of here. Let's go do something else. Let's let's avoid this. Let's fix it. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Okay. The real piece you're looking for is your ability to be with this too. Your peace will not come from outrunning it. In the same way, if you had a toothache, guzzling whiskey and taking pain pills doesn't fix that. Yeah. It's not going to heal it. I think, as, as we're talking, so I've never truly, I've never truly sat with it. You know, I think I've understood, I felt it, and in my mind, I'm going to feel it, and then run to the book or run to a quote or run to something to not feel it. Yeah, you know. I want to feel free, but in my mind, free was accepting and pushing it away, right? Well, that was my thought in, in peace, right? I'm going to get peace by, okay, I'm sad, okay, it's because I missed that connection, I'm done, okay, let's, let's, let's go, instead of actually um, sitting with it, yeah. Even in your language, there's something important here, which is, the image I get is you wanting to eject into your head the world of ideas, the world of understanding, the world of vision. There's comfort there because the world below yeah. my neck, the world below my head is where the pain is. This is where the things are yeah. that I don't want to feel. It's also where the things are that I do want to feel. It's where the excitement is. It's where the, the heart opening is. It's where that deep connection is. It's where that deep peace lives. And so we tend to eject from our body up into our head as you did while we were, you were getting in touch with it. And the part said, why? That's, that's all up in the head. Boom. Let's go up in the head. Let's figure this out. And you kept coming back and just being with this thing. So it's this constant 
can I just be with this sensation in my body, this intensity, this discomfort? And it changes. It changed from that anger. You wanted to choke them out. Then it changed into sadness. If we sat here longer, it would move into something else. Man. Wow. Yeah, that, that's tough. You kind of think about it like I've been running from it. You know, I think in my mind, I, I think in my mind trying to figure it out was actually running from it. You know? Um, the idea of fixing it wasn't truly fixing it. It was just running from, from actually sitting with it. Yeah. Masking it almost, right? I'm going to go try to figure it out instead of trying to sit with it. What's here versus this shouldn't be here? Mm. Is, that the, is that the allow that we're talking about? That's it. That, you allowed yourself to just slow down, stop running, and just be with what is. There were, we didn't achieve sadness today it was there when you slowed down and you stopped fighting reality and you just allowed you stopped all the efforting this is what was there you allowed it you didn't fight it you didn't achieve it it wasn't a goal it's just what's here. Our real strength comes from being able to be with what is, including ourselves. We don't have a problem if it's the fun stuff, right? But it's, yeah. it's also, can I be with the, the not so fun stuff? That's where the real strength and the real courage comes from. Okay, I can be sad. I don't really like to be sad, but I can. I, that, that's so hard to understand. It's so hard to... to it's so hard to understand. I, I, I'm getting it, but that's hard to understand. That's, that's tough. Um, yeah, because I still feel that. Now I feel like going back to being tense, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. You know, if we talk about goals, it's like, well, am I creating a goal from this place that wants to cover up the truth, that wants to cover, outrun the truth, right? We were talking earlier about who's setting the goals. Okay, so the, I've got a part of me that's going to set goals because it doesn't want to feel sad. Hmm. Is there wisdom in that? Or is the real piece that I'm looking for Coming from the ability to be with that sadness and allowing it to move, allowing it to heal. Oh, fuck. How does it heal with, with, with you being, with you allowing it? You know, um, is a question that pops into my head. It's like, well, if, if, if you allow it, how does it heal? That's an experiment that you can play with. Do you feel any different now than you did 30 minutes ago? Yeah. How so? There are moments that I don't feel as tense, right? And just checking in, maybe not as tense, maybe. 
but it's a battle, right? It's like when I don't feel as tense, my mind quickly shifts to, let's figure it out, figure it out, figure it out, figure it out, right? Um, and that's that swing you're talking about, that lift, that lift the sitting, just sitting and um, allowing me. Yeah. And if I think about it, I don't think I've ever done that in my entire life. I've never done that before. You know, the achiever in us really only knows one game, which is to push. There's also a real power to receiving. You know, for every movement in our arm, there's one muscle that's contracting and there's one relaxing and then it goes back and forth. You're on the threshold of really understanding what power is. Understanding that push is available, but also allowing is available. And that, like I said, the achiever in us just can't understand this. But the wise part of us can. The wise part of us can look around and see in nature that there are tides, there are seasons, there are places where there's creation, there's places where there's destruction. It's the, only in the achiever's mind that it's always up all the time. Push, 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 push. It's the only place that that exists is in the achiever's mind. In the taste we've had today, right? Just the taste. I would challenge you to find someone that could work with you in this way that would allow you to explore these parts of you this way so that they're no longer scary and places to run from or to create dozens of goals designed to just get you away from this shit. Because here's the deal. When you cut yourself off from your grief, you cut yourself off from joy. You cut yourself off from arousal, aliveness, connection. We mute all of our emotions in order to keep ourselves from experiencing one. So when you say what's wrong, we got to figure this out. I'm doing all these things, but I'm not getting this emotional the emotional experience I thought I'd have. Okay. Yeah. Somebody flipped the switch here. We're not supposed to feel these emotions right now. We're running away from one or a few of them. Mm. Yeah, never, I've never, I've, lived, I've never thought about it that way. That's, that's a, a lot of food for thought there. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough pill to swallow, right? Cause it's like, yeah, I've, I've literally never, even, I, I didn't know. I, I, I never tried. I, I thought I was sitting with it, but I wasn't allowing it. Yeah, that's, that's hard. Yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I, it makes sense. But it's hard. What's the hard part for you? You're letting go. Um, not being in control. Actually feeling that sadness or that anger has ever run away from in my whole life. The attempts to outthink it, outsmart it, outwork it have really just been attempts to outrun it, right? Maybe sit with it for a second and then it's okay, how can I get better? How can I kind of coach myself, right? So how can I get better? How can I work through this? Instead of just allowing it. Because as soon as I felt it, it's like, hey, let me go to a tool 
to suppress it or a tool to coach myself out of it. Um, yeah, that's, that's the hard part. Imagine what your life might be like when the purpose of so many of the things that we could say the purpose of your life is no longer to outrun your pain and your anger. Imagine being able to turn all the horsepower you have towards things you want to create from a place of love instead of fear. When you're no longer scared of your interior world, when you're no longer scared of your emotional world, when you're lo no longer trying to fix it be to make it go away, imagine all of that energy you would get to reclaim. I'm talking to your achiever right now, by the way. I'm trying to get him on board here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Think of all the energy and all the possibility there when we don't have to outrun this anymore. Not, not because it's fixed or we found a way to push it away, but because we can be with it and then get back into what we're doing. We don't have to run away from ourselves. We don't have to fight reality. Wow. Yeah. That that that's, that that hurts. That one cuts a little deep. Fight, fighting reality, right? Because this whole time I'm, uh, I thought I was fighting to have the best reality, right? To have the best reality I can have. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna get it, you know. And uh, yeah, that's a lot of truth to that. I appreciate the work you did today. I fought reality after my mother died for 12, 13 years. And the world, my world was all about control. My world was all about avoiding conversations and avoiding any kind of intimacy that would get to my heart or any kind of vulnerability. And it was just a really lonely place. I mean, my emotional ability was you know, like it had like two inches in either direction. I was just managing and managing and managing. And it was normal for me. I didn't really know anything else. And I couldn't, I couldn't anymore. And once I actually experienced all that stuff that I was so afraid to experience, the, the stuff I thought would kill me, I felt so light. I could be curious about the world. Shit that used to seem important just wasn't important anymore. It was like I was freed up. All that effort playing defense and managing and controlling and forecasting and all of that stuff. I just got to relax all of that. Now, I'm not out of the woods. There's no exoneration. But I'm just saying that that part of me, it was like, okay. You're not going to, it's not going to kill me. It's going to feel like, but... I actually, beforehand, I thought, like, well, I don't know if I want to heal this because it gives me an edge, man. <laughs> gives me an edge in life. Yeah. Makes me hungry. Makes me tough. This is bullshit. <laughs> I was weak. Yeah. I was a little boy. I was, it was just, I was just running for my life. All that energy running away. How did you, how did you make that switch? 
like I think the keyword I'm taking from this is allow. How did you make the switch to allow and, and, and truly, like we just said, deeply allow that to sit? Well, that was a tougher cookie than you are, meaning <laughs> I was fighting like hell. And I, uh, yeah. the scenario came along in my life where I just, I couldn't deal with it anymore. I was a mess. I lost like 30 pounds. I couldn't leave the house for a few weeks. Like I was a wreck. Yeah. It, it wasn't a, a scheduled event. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to work that one into my schedule. Right. So. And I think that's kind of how life works. It's either you 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 go towards it or life's going to throw it in your face at some point. Okay. But you have an opportunity here to be curious with this. You, I mean, if we talk about what next steps could be, like it would, it could be working with somebody who understands how to, how to help you access this stuff. And you can work with, you were able to do it today. Okay. Okay. You went right into it which was awesome. Okay. And you lived, you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do see what you're saying, right? That, that, that feeling of lightness or that feeling of um, almost relief that I don't quite comprehend yet, but uh, yeah, when we practiced it, right? I didn't feel that, that tense. I felt the sadness and just felt this is the difference between comfort and peace comfort is i'll uh distract myself with something i'll numb myself with a screen or a pill or a drink or porn or whatever but it, the thing that i'm trying to outrun is still there so i've got a i've got a i've got a moment of comfort here and peace is i'm dealing with it i can handle it I'm not running away from this thing anymore. There's a problem. We deal, we deal with it. I can handle this. All right. Allow. Allow. Uh, you gotta practice allowing. Actually allowing that feeling and not figuring out a way to fix it. Yeah, watch for your achiever if he wants to put allowing on the calendar, you know. <laughs> Five o'clock every day. <laughs> in my mind, it literally just ran through a scenario of when I can allow that feeling. Is it is an actual workout? I'm going to let myself allow to feel. <laughs> I'm going to get an allowing app. I'm going to get an app that that does my allowing, and <laughs> I'm going to optimize my allowing. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. You literally read my mind. I'm trying to figure out how I can allow myself and when I can do it and how I can do it in the morning and night. Yeah. There's one side of you know, this is the key to it. it. It helps to have a have a sense of humor, not to diminish it, not to deflect, but it helps to just relax us. Like it does remind us that we're okay, that we can do this. Then you, I love that you're able to bring your humor in here too, because you're not you're not using your humor to push it away. You're 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 recognizing your patterns and like, oh, there I go again, and it, and it's funny, not tragic. Oh my gosh, you know this is terrible. My guy's coming in and wanting to push away again. It's like, oh look, there I go again. Like you're catching it, you're seeing it. 
<laughs> it's beautiful. I'd like to follow up with you with regards to what we talked about today. And if you want to take some time to think about a next step for you, what doesn't feel right for me is just to have this conversation and then you, that's it. Like whatever doesn't happen in yep. your life. So whether it's finding someone to work with or finding, I don't know what that would be, but I would love to support you in taking a next step from here to honor this. Okay. Would you be willing to follow up with, with me and say a week and say, Hey, I'm investigating this or going to try X, Y, Z or something like that. Would you, in order to just kind of take a next step from here, would you be willing to do that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely. Definitely. Okay, great. <laughs> well, I mean, I know we're at time here and um, how, how does it work working with you or continue, you know, being able to work with you? What, what is that like? You know, you got a taste of today of like, who are we talking to? Who's making your vision? Who's creating what you're, moving towards your goals and all of that kind of stuff. A big part of the work that I do is, okay, let's help you get in touch with more of this core sense of self, not the part of you that's out running things or trying to impress people or trying to do whatever, fill in the blank. So a big part of the work is who am I really beyond just the dog? So there's some internal work there. And then it's creating vision from that place. What do I want when I'm not out running? you know, my feelings or my experience. What am I, what do I do when I'm not trying to run my old pattern? That's exhausting me. The thing that put me on this trajectory that just doesn't fit for me anymore. I asked you a question a minute ago. I was like, imagine what life might start to look like when you could create from this place of love instead of fear. So that's the umbrella that I work with people under. And then it's creating, it's going and doing the work. What are you doing this week, right? What's the, what are the, the missions or the goals that we would create from this more heart-centered place or this love-centered place, whatever you would call it, this core-centered place? Still might be doing cool shit and achieving cool shit. And we're not taking that off the table, but it's not about outrunning it and things anymore. Could be stuff with work, home, relationships, but it, it's you getting in touch with core sense of self and then bringing that into the world. Relationships, kids, work community, family, et cetera. So there's these ideas, there's emotional awareness, and then there's good old fashioned, get the work done. Man, love it, love it, love it. Um, okay. So when, when would our next connection be? When, when could be kind of, when's the next follow-up from there? So I threw out the idea that we would, um, just with regards to our conversation today, I would like to help you explore, help you figure out what your next steps are to help you with this emotional okay. piece. And so um, we can carry on via email. I want to support you in that, whatever that might be, whether it's helping you find a certain type of therapist or program or something, it, we, can, we can hash that out. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to jump off here in a minute. And then if you'd like to discuss coaching, we can uh, line up another call. And start to explore what that would really look like for you. Perfect. I, I love that. Okay, brother. We'll talk soon, man. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. If these interviews are helping you, please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily.